scalp shaved clean. She'd worked with him once before, a takeover to check cashing store in Pittsburgh two years back. The take had been weak, but he'd been solid, dependable. When he'd contacted her about possible work in Michigan, she'd agreed to fly up, meet with him, take a look. Not sure yet, she said. Larry lowered the binoculars. What do they carry in there? The oldest of them, he was from Kentucky, had a faint accent that drifted in and out. Early fifties, but fit, pale blue eyes, black hair swept back and showing gray. They go heavy, Cordell said. Shotguns, MP5, an AK maybe. There to scare the gangbangers away is all. Shit was crazy here the last couple years. Dodge City for real. Even an OG like Marquis has to watch his back. These youngins don't care who he is. This Damien, she said. He ever in there? No. Marquis keeps him close. He's the palace guard. Never strays too far from the king. Larry passed the binoculars back to her. I don't know, he said. Seems a little careless, considering the kind of money's supposed to be in there. Not careless, Cordell said. Confident. She half turned in her seat. All these stores out of business? Yeah, Cordell said. The whole block, except for the furniture place. They heard a siren. She saw a blue and white Detroit PD cruiser coming up behind them, rollers flashing. Her stomach tightened. The cruiser went by without slowing, past the Armada, past the Subaru. At the intersection, it braked, then turned left against the light. She exhaled. Larry took out a stick of juicy fruit, peeled away the wrapper, folded the gum into his mouth. How do they get the car back, she said. Same way on the other end, Cordell said. They take the money out, put the product in, park the car somewhere, make a call. Marquis sends someone to get it. Then they junk the car afterward. That's why they always use a hoopty. A what? Larry said. A hoopty, a piece of shit. That way it's parked there doesn't stick out, and nobody drives by, wants to steal it either. This the way it always is around here, Larry said. This empty? On weekends, yeah, Cordell said. During the week, there's more people around. There's some office buildings back that way, but on weekends or after dark, it's like this. He's right, Glass said. I've been in this town two weeks. It makes the burg look like Times Square. She looked up at the buildings, a pale moon already showing in the afternoon sky. In the far distance, half hidden by other buildings, the gleaming glass columns of the Renaissance Center caught the last of the sun off the river. But this block was hard stone, Depression-era architecture, dates carved into cornerstones, empty windows, dark doorways, ghost town, dead town. She pictured the vacant spaces inside the buildings, trash-strewn floors, broken glass. How long should we wait? Larry said. And as if in answer, a dark blue Camry drove past. It slowed near the Armada, then again near the Subaru, stopped at the intersection. When the light changed, it made a left, the same direction the cruiser had gone. They watched in silence. Two minutes later, a man came around the corner, not hurrying. 
She raised the binoculars. He was light-skinned, Hispanic, wore an olive drab army jacket. He crossed the street, unlocked the Subaru, got in. After a moment, dark exhaust coughed from the tailpipe. The car pulled away, made a right at the intersection. The Armada waited, then pulled out after it, made the turn in the Subaru's wake. They're waiting to see if anyone's following, Cordell said. They'll stay with it a few blocks, then turn around, go home. The street was empty now. A scrap of newspaper blew across the lanes, flattened against a riot gate. It looks too easy, Larry said. It is easy, Cordell said, but it won't be for long. This is a temporary thing, with his new connect. They may change it up next time, do something else entirely. But right now, like I said, they sloppy.